0: Welcome to the Horror Hangout a Podcast where two beer film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condo over Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr Mr. Ben Arrington. How you doing?
3: <clears throat> I'm alright. How how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Are you uh yeah, you are wearing a hat today. Good. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always wearing a hat, mate. I'll go to bed with that on. Do you, uh... do you go to bed with a hat on? No, no, that'd be strange. What happened hat? to the, those little sleeping caps? What are they called, like the little. I think we all lost them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> what happened to them? I
3: don't know. Out of fashion, but, but... like pajamas
0: aren't not designed to be fashionable. Like it's thing, isn't it? I would, yeah, I would I think... wear a flappy hat if it. looks, <laughs> it looks
3: comfortable. A you fla- Would you wear a flappy hat in the wind in the winter time? Just to.
0: Well, if my head was cold, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah being a bold man like you know there's times where... cuz you don't want to put the covers over your face cuz then you get too hot super quick cuz your breath is like against the covers you know you know no <laughs> oh, no but if you have a, a cap something like a swimming cap not a rubber but fabric swimming cap
3: <clears throat> yeah that'd be good idea yeah, i think i've gone to sleep with like a beanie hat on before like yeah I'm not sure necessarily on not necessarily on purpose but you know yeah. when it's really cold and you wrap yourself up and you do that thing where you get the duvet under your legs, fold it up underneath. Yeah, got got to do that.
0: Do you, um, uh is you know when you sleep with your socks on, and like oh, do you, yeah. it really hurts. Like the it seems to like pull on the hairs in a, in a weird <laughs> way or something.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have got to let my feet breathe. I feel like do you that have to let the knob and bollocks breathe. Do you sleep with your pants on? <laughs> I've got to get let the knob and bollocks breathe. I think no, if I, I go to if I go to it's sleep suffocant. wearing. If I we... <laughs> if I go to sleep wearing boxer shorts, I always wake up feeling like, oh god, someone just just let them breathe. Mate, no, no, I can't sleep nude.
0: Have to have something on. I'm a never nude. Like uh, <laughs> you're <Tobias>. never nude.
3: <laughs> you're you're a never nude man. You you shower in the in a cardigan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I shower in some cardigan <clears throat> pants, and then... yeah, yeah, I have traditional pants from. Shower, to, yeah, 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 yeah. You,
3: when you get from the shower, you wrap a towel around your waist, and don't let, even if no one can see, you just still sort of wrap it around your waist, do a little change, and then whew. just don't like being exposed like that. You never know who's,
0: who's gonna going to break in. Who's yeah, You're yeah. I'm what like, the wrong. I
3: think about that sometimes. Like if someone breaks in and I'm just naked, Have you it on the bed.
0: I mean, not that. Everyone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you got a weapon next to your bed, just in case. No, anyone. I haven't actually. I like to think that that just makes me. I'd think I'd paranoid. seem paranoid if I had a weapon on my what would I go for straight away? Ah it's a good question. But, yeah, I do worry Maybe about, like, like I haven't got anything around
0: like like uh my dad used
3: to have like a baseball bat under the bed. <laughs> yeah, ever baseball bat, rounders bat. I'll just come at but yeah. these are these are the weapons, mate, They're licensed weapons. Yeah. These. The old mitts. <laughs> the old uh, they look the terrifying. old mitts. <laughs> but uh <laughs>
0: I don't know I think, I think I should get something. I've got a sword now uh, in the house. Maybe I should Wait was... a minute. <laughs> Tell me about this. Well I've had a s well, my uncle bought me a sword when I was like ten, but then they were like, You're too young <laughs> to have a sword. <laughs> but so they, put it, they locked it away until he, you were thirty. He kept it for a long time and I just never sort of picked it back up. Uh and it's uh, but we, it's in my house
3: now. So maybe that maybe the sword will do. It seems a bit oh, overkill. Sorry. It seems a bit overkill. <laughs> The sword definitely do, but they'll run a mile when they see you. Yes,
2: Coming
0: well,
3: down the stairs, fully clothed.
0: In a never knew pants and a sword. We-
3: wheezing and spluttering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd do myself a, a disservice for that sword. It's uh, a cavalry sword, so it's super heavy. It's kind of one you're supposed to ride on a horse. If I came down on a horse, it would make more sense.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Come down on Alaska's back.
0: Yeah. Anyway, horror movies. Um, have yeah. You, uh... <laughs> oh. Have you got any
3: news? Got some news for oh, you, yeah. uh, Luke. So I don't know if you've seen this, but Universal have pulled the that's hunt it. from release. <laughs> have you seen this? Yeah, no, yeah. They've pulled. Yeah, Get your coat, you've pulled. They pulled the hunt from release at the Blum House. Um, sort of like strangers are hunted for sport by like rich liberal elites. Um, it's been pulled. Obviously, mass shootings recently in America, uh, I was going to say last week, but by the time this podcast goes out, it might have been a, a bloody another one. It seems to be so damn often. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like it's the right time to pull it? Do you think that maybe should have, should have delayed the...
0: I don't think there's any point in, in pulling it. I think um, it's not... I mean, um, this isn't what happened in America, is it? This isn't like they didn't... I don't know
3: the film... It wasn't a load of rich white people shooting a load of poor people, was it? No, but I think maybe it's because a guy has killed, like a immigrant-heavy, killed in an immigrant-heavy. Well, this okay. this is the thing. Yeah. Oh, the problem is that a lot of a lot of stuff in America starts to blame the entertainment industry almost immediately. Obviously, that we've had the old video, oh, the video game, game violent things. video games yeah. thing. That's insane. But vi- the violent video games argument gets an HD reboot. Uh, it's just you know what I mean it's They've it's been almost like that for,
0: uh, for so long that it's almost ludicrous now
3: it is ludicrous I mean I've seen some memes you know where there's like p- p- uh, like paintings <laughs> paintings of like brutal battles like in hundreds and hundreds of years ago it's like imagine the fucking video games these guys were playing <laughs> yeah. been bloody. Hell. so yeah unfortunately they blame any uh, the entertainment industry as yeah. much as possible and never actually the fact that everyone's got access to Guns, you know, you've seen pictures of people yeah. with like atomic, atomic, atomic. automatic, atomic not bombs. atomic bombs, <laughs> automatic weapons just slung over their shoulder, <laughs> just queuing up, yeah. in, queuing up in Costa. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts. It's and not- unfortunately, it looks like this film has is been. I mean, maybe pull the it. pull the pro, promotion for it. Maybe delay it a little bit, if yeah. if if you feel like it's glorifying that violence. But the thing is, there are so many films that have this sort of premise. You know where people get hunted. The Hunger Games is basically that battle royale. You know that we've seen <clears throat> we've seen things like this, which glorify violence. But <clears throat> is it just a satirical thriller based on you know ridiculous notions and various other things of that? Are down? Yeah,
0: it's uh, I read uh, somewhere that there's it's not that there's more violence in America. Like it's it's a similar level of violence and attacks and stuff. It's just that the violence always tends to be. Um the percentage of people who die because of the violence. Whereas we get stabbed, we can survive a lot easier <clears> than uh, people who get shot. Because there's just those are the weapons that are at hand. Um
3: well one of the arguments not to not to make this um podcast too political, because you know, we've done it we've done our bit, haven't we? We've done all the all the political uh we're doing horror films, we're doing a, we're talking about horror films. We're not trying to right the wrongs of the world. But we might be able to. Maybe we'll, see, yeah. Maybe we'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, so the fact that people have got access. You know, the argument we've heard is that a good guy with a gun will stop a bad guy with a gun. And that's one of the arguments for why people should have guns. Yeah. It ain't fucking happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. No good guys are stopping the bad guys with the gun. Because even if you've got a gun and a mass shooting starts happening, you're fucking out of there. Yeah. People ain't John McClane. All right? Unfortunately, no. That's fucked. So um, yeah, but blaming the entertainment industry is like I I, I let out such a huge sigh when I hear it because it's from it's it's a generation it's it's a generational it is a generational thing, isn't it? There's a certain generation of people who think you still think that violent video games are the problem. And sure, violent video games are going to have a bad effect on some people, but it's going to be such a tiny minority that what you're going to do, what we're going to do, like. Apparently, yeah. it's it's liberal snowflakes who can't seem to handle these things. But people are doing just fine playing Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, it me changed all. The time. It's changed generations. So it's cinema, then it's video games, now it's the internet, uh, Reddit, or fortune <coughs> or whatever. So I mean, it'll be VR. It'll be people like doing VR stuff, or I don't know. There'll be some. There'll be some other thing for the next generation. We'll be worried about people. Spending too much time on uh, Haber Hotel. <laughs> what would the future equivalent of that is?
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's everything but the game. It's, it's just like maybe j- because all other countries have got access to the same entertainment, the same films, the same video games, but not as many people are dying in those countries. So maybe just try and look at what the the common denominator is and try and work that out but it just seems yeah. it just I don't know there's there's so, there's so much stuff in America where it seems like the right to bear arms the flag and the anthem seem to take precedent over everything over even human rights it feels like it's nuts mate and films like this you know films like this while while I wasn't particularly interested in this film because I don't really like I don't really like the purge which i think is based I think a lot of the same filmmaking team made it. I don't really like The Purge, yeah. So I probably wouldn't be that interested in this film. Maybe I would. I didn't actually watch the trailer, um, but it's a shame when things get essentially pulled, sort of as a as a knee-jerk reaction to obviously genu- genuine genuine <coughs> genuine tragedies. But yeah, they get pulled, and it does feel like a knee-jerk reaction. It's like, well, we well, got to do something. <coughs> well, you, oh, don't, you we don't know
0: if it's a moral thing it. or if it's just a. They think they'll lose money on it now because they just do people will will go and watch it.
3: Yeah, but at the same time, surely this shines a light on this film and gives it more publicity than it ever would have had. The fact that, you I know, Donald Trump,
0: Trump pulled it was tweeting oh, about okay.
3: it. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Tweeted about this film. So so Donald Well, Donald Trump tweeted about this film, but not didn't actually name this film. Basically no. highlighted it as being a problem, highlighted it as being racist, I think. Um, you know. I wonder what Donald Trump fucking watches to relax. All right, I really need to unwind now. What am I going to watch? I bet he just watches himself. I bet he just watches his own... Uh, well, you've got The Apprentice on loop. Oh, what a great guy. Oh, the American one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 he's not Alan watching Sugar Alan, Sugar. Yeah. Bet he, Alan Sugar. Yeah. I mean Alan Sugar? Yeah, Lord Sugar. Some more news. Some more news. Move on from that fairly yeah. tense scenario. I'm not sure if you've heard, that. obviously, The Troop. The book Nick Cutter oh, has yeah. been mentioned. Yeah. Um has been basically the rights sort it have been picked up by James Wan, uh teaming with some guys from Channel Zero, the director from Channel Zero, E. L. Katz. Um interesting. Yeah, so they're gonna be working on that at some point soon. I'm surprised
0: it doesn't have an option prior to this, because that book was like massive at one point. He was he was on the Joe Rogan show to talk about it and stuff. And it's such Sweet. a
3: fantastic book. Oh yeah, it was it was hella gruesome. It was it had some parts in it where I was literally like,
0: "Ah!" I don't know if it'll translate. I don't know. I mean, because a lot of the horror in the book is like the sort of suggested stuff that's moving inside people's bodies. Yeah, I don't know how that will translate to this, but I mean, I'll still watch it for sure.
3: <clears throat> yeah. Um. And then the last thing, thought I'd mention this because this is kind of cool. But for fans of wrestling, WWE if you have seen this? So there's a there's a uh, wrestler called Bray Wyatt. He's sort of been teasing this new creepy persona. Uh, basically, his mask was direct. It was designed by Tom Savini. Um, so he basically he's got a persona called the Fiend. But he had his first match yesterday. Uh, I thought yeah, he had this, a different persona. It was like a childhood presenter thing. So basically, he's like a childhood presenter, and that's kind of like his promote his promos and stuff. But when he comes out, he's he's got this other persona that apparently he can't control. <laughs> who's, who's called? Who's called? Who's called the fiend? And it's pretty creepy. and I thought it'd be good to mention just because obviously Tom Savini is quite a big name in the big name. In, big name. Yeah. He's a big name in the horror thing, and you know this guy. He wrestles in the he wrestles in the mask as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, I saw, saw that image. It looks quite cool. Uh, I
0: was yeah, I was, I was like, I thought he just only I mean, just unveiled this other persona. Thing. He's
3: still doing that. He's still doing that other persona. It's kind of like a bit. Of, it's like a bit of both. Um, but it's yeah, so his. Cool. His yeah. he carried a lantern to the ring, which was like his old persona's severed head with a massive <laughs> like with a massive like lantern in the mouth. Yeah, and you know WWE is supposed to be PG thirteen now, it's supposed to be aimed at kids. And I was thinking, oh shit, my pants.
0: Yeah, that sounds uh, like Attitude Era style wrestling. Yeah,
3: exactly. That's the yeah. thing. It sounds like it's like Attitude Era, and it's like genuinely quite creepy. Like the mask is genuinely quite scary.
0: Let's check it out.
3: So. uh yeah, it's cool to see <laughs> cool to see WWE doing some stuff like this because obviously they've always had a bit of a horror element in certain characters like obviously The Undertaker, Kane, and uh, other guys. Paul Bear. Over the years, Paul Bear. Uh, exactly. Like genuine like horror boogeyman. Gangrel and the brood, yeah. Exactly. So it's nice to see these characters or, yeah. or sort of characters taking on these horror elements as well because they do work well like this is
2: yeah
3: it's one of the most exciting things to see on SummerSlam last night and uh it's a nice because Bray Wyatt used to be sort of like a cult leader-esque character yeah um and the fact that they've given him something else to do when his old persona felt possibly a bit stale yeah uh, it's pretty good
0: it's cool man I check it out have you seen anything this week
3: um what have I watched? I, get, I rewatched It. Chapter 1. Um, chapter 1, yeah, just to get ready for a Chapter 2, which arrives on the September the 6th in the UK, I believe.
0: I think we rated uh, that pretty highly when we watched it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is only the second time I've watched it all the way yeah. through. Um, It's still great, you know? It's got loads of little nuanced moments that perhaps I missed the first time around. There's loads of stuff in the book that has sort of been changed a little bit, but still makes an appearance when perhaps you think that wouldn't necessarily make it to a film, but it does in, in this. Yeah. Um, cast are great. Like, and it's genuinely, genuinely is creeping. The the visuals, like they're so, they do so much with Pennywise. Like there's a particular scene where towards the end where they're all attacking him and you sort of see all these different forms of him coming out yeah. that are all relevant <clears throat> to each of the losers club. Um,
0: the only and thing just... that's sort of <clears throat> been plaguing my mind about that film is like there's a bit where Eddie is sort of running away from him and he come if he can, uh, Pennywise comes out of a fridge and it yeah. looks like he's like got him. But he has got the Eddie. He's like yeah. not doing it if he's just going oogger booger booger or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, just eat him. <laughs>
3: just yeah, eat he, the he funny does, kid. He does that a little bit. Yeah, there's definitely a few moments of that where Pennywise sort of dives up the theatre. When he's yeah. sort of trying to, some people he just like runs at them. I'm gonna or have he, you. Yeah. Other times he kind of just plays because I think obviously he feeds on fear, does not he? So when well, he's doing that they to said Eddie, that like
0: he, sort of, he uh, I don't the film or the book, where he said he fear like flavors the yeah the meat yeah that's or something. Right, yeah. But the meat's going to get away. Like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Just just, just if you were a proper like predator, you you. Call him like you take the take the throat, and then go for the others.
3: If I was Pennywise, mate, <laughs> <laughs> if I was Pennywise, mate, I'd I'd suck on my inhaler and then I'd kill him. <laughs> I'm a horse. Would kill those, I would kill those kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I watched High Tension for the first time based uh, yeah, on yeah. based on your recommendation.
0: T- what was it called in England? Uh, Switchblade what? Romance.
3: Switchblade Romance when it was released in the UK. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. It was proper. Gr- gruesome brutal yeah. it starts like that's um, that
0: like when i was watching on the on the bus and it's like the guy school fucking seven yeah. head like right yeah. in the opening bit yeah it's pretty yeah. hard going what and do you like, think about the big twist
3: yeah i mean like i was a bit like huh, huh yeah for, for briefly and i was a bit like well uh, uh. but i don't think it ruined the film for me yeah. like i've read a lot of reviews and people say it's ridiculous it kind of ruins the film doesn't make sense and i'm like uh, it's yeah. it's not it's it, I think it it doesn't it doesn't make sense entirely, but it doesn't yeah ruin it. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean,
3: <coughs> if you watch the film back, like you you watch the film back knowing the twist, I don't think it's <laughs> that, it would be that obvious.
0: You know, what it does though. Yeah, it does show that Alex ajar is fantastic. It, like, mm-hmm. creates, there's, there's hardcore brutal nut tingling like sequences he's so good at doing those um i'm really excited to see crawl
3: oh yeah um and also yeah like i know it's in the title but it was tense
2: yeah
0: the amount amount
3: of time the amount of times people were like hiding somewhere literally
2: like
0: so this thing so i think we've said about it before it's it's almost a rip off of I mean almost exactly a rip off of the book, Intensity by Dean Koontz. Intensity, okay. high tension. It's, and like they've never never this has never come out to light. Um but like the even to the to the beats when she's hiding in the bedroom, she hides in certain ways behind it's like exactly the beats of the book. Up yeah. until the point where a, it's not as gory as the as the as the um of the film and there's a bit where it splits off. I think after you go to a petrol station, it changes it, but, and the twist isn't the same, but I, I don't know. I feel it feels a little bit wrong that they ripped off the book. So wantonly and not sort of, I, I don't know if they paid Dean increase a bit of money for it. I don't know. They might sell it out of. <laughs> yeah. Out of sorry, court, right,
3: mate.
2: We've,
0: sorry, mate.
3: Sorry, mate. Ripped your book off, but uh, this film's good. Watch it. Yeah. yeah I liked it though. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was good. And the, 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 Killer guy was genuinely like horrible. Yeah, yeah, bit of, bit of a bastard. you watch anything else? Uh, and also, I've just been watching Glow, which has started on, uh which is on Netflix now, season three. Uh Yeah, it's great. I've not seen It's bloody yet. great. Not seen it yet. I've not seen any of it. No, I oh,
0: that's good. Keep me to put it on. I was no, a big no. Alison Brie fan. You know? Oh
3: yeah, she's she's by by far and away like the best part of it. But there's loads and loads of really good characters, loads of interesting little storylines going on and you know, it's 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 over the top it's cheesy and it's got wrestling in it, which is nice.
0: All right up your street.
3: Right up my bloody street mate. I think it's
0: to too much. Um <clears throat> I watched um Senec New York again. Have you seen Synecdoche New York?
3: I sure have. Um only the once uh and maybe I need to watch it again because I remember just I mean it is baffling, right?
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh it's obviously it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not for everyone. I'm pretty sure. Um but I don't know man. I I think this is like such an amazing film. Like it's makes me really, really it's like a cosmic tragic comedy horror film. It's like there's so much going on. It's so insanely crafted. I don't understand how they cuz the whole thing is about a guy who builds a play that resembles all of life within a warehouse and then then within that warehouse becomes another warehouse where they build the play and the size never seems to make it's like a dream logic story. It's like it, it's almost to say something as cat and it's, um like lynching. I think this is the the perfect sort of Kaufman esque film. Yeah,
3: I was just thinking of Kaufman and do you yeah. think it's the definitive Philip Seymour Hoffman role?
0: I mean he's, he's so That's good, the good the Yeah. He played like he plays character Coton uh Caden sorry, um who's He's, he thinks he's got every sort of illness under the sun. He doesn't understand time. That time works differently where he thinks it's been a week. It's been 10 years. And uh, <laughs> oh, God. he seems to age. In, Can in you anyways. imagine? But like I said, there's certain sequences in the film that I just will never, ever... They just, it's, 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 some films have certain scenes that will stay with you forever. It's like in David Lynch films, there's the um, Mulholland Drive, the guy behind the bin. That scene oh, will yeah, always yeah. stay oh, with God, me.
3: Jesus. That's yeah. never explained over, is it, really? No, no. It kind of just then, happens and you're like, but like oh! you'll never forget about that, and the, and the same that um, I always last... thought it was a woman. Is it a woman?
0: I don't think. So. Well, I don't know. I don't. You see it, the creature at the end of the film. But I don't know if you see it's sort of moving, it's shaking about, doing a little boogie. But this film's got the perfect sort of Kaufman equivalent of that, which is um, when he's so Caden hasn't seen his daughter for for many many years, and then he when he finally meets her again, she's on a deathbed, uh, she's dying, and then she forces him to admit to. Running, leaving her for his and having anal sex with his homosexual partner Eric, uh, oh. and then beg for forgiveness. And because he like his daughter's gonna die, he has to admit to this thing that is completely not true. Oh no! And then and then he says in he's crying and he's saying, "Please forgive me for running away with my homosexual partner Eric." And then she says, "No, I can't forgive you." Oh. And then they both start crying. And then she dies. I'm like, that's <laughs> such a horrific, funny, sort of uh, twisted, very Kaufman thing to do. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just—it's just, it's just a, a great. It makes me really, makes me really, really sad. It makes me laugh a lot. It's—it's it's, uh, yeah, just a and it's so much It's one of those films where you don't quite understand it, but the more you watch it, you sort of pick out little bits and sequences, and you think that's that's really interesting and the way he's done that. And yeah, I, 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 there's no other film like it.
3: So it looks like he's writing or has written a new film called Chaos Walking with Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland coming out next year. He's, uh, he's he's listed he's listed as a writer on it, but there's four four names. Yeah, and it says a dystopian world where there are no where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and sounds called noise.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't know. But when you think about it. So Eternal Sunshine, B and Jim adaptation, and this there's has more human nature and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. But we don't really talk about that.
3: He's only, he only directed. Cynetoky
0: though, right? Soneczkida, and I think he had a part direction in Anomalisa as well. Um, oh yeah, I've never, I've never actually I've seen, that. seen that, which is a big shame. But like, think he's got such a good hit record for fantastic
3: films. Yeah, man. Well, Turn of Sunshine* definitely up there one of my, <laughs> one of my all-time favourites. Yeah. Any, anything else? Seen anything else? I don't think so. I don't think I watched
0: anything. I was getting a bit like down about it. I felt like I hadn't seen any films. Uh, so I just cracked on. I cracked this one on yesterday, followed by Event Horizon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you cracked one off and then you watched Event Horizon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Shall I uh, Shall I give you a little bit about Event Horizon? Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, so Event Horizon is a 1997 science fiction horror film directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, written by Philip Eisner, stars Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Neill, Kathleen Quinlan and Jolie Richardson. Um, set in 2047 follows a crew of astronauts sent on a rescue mission after a missing spaceship the event horizon spontaneously appears in orbit around Neptune Dude, this is um.
0: wasn't the most well received film of all time uh, Rotten Tomatoes 27% critic score, audience score is 61% so even that's not massive IMDB 6.7 out of 10 it's not looking good. Um, I mean, we could be in for a shit one. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I've got fond memories of this one from when I was a kid. What about
3: you? <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd say fond memories because I remember it scaring the bejesus out of me. He
0: was terrifying. Uh, he was absolutely terrifying, this film. It, it,
3: this was. This Yeah, this was the film where I remember watching it. I think maybe my mum and dad rented it or got it somehow. And they were watching it and it got to a certain point, where obviously, when things really kick off. And I, I had to go to bed. So I was I, just I was like your
0: own volition or did your parents?
3: I think I chose to. because I was like, I was like, this is terrifying. Half I went past to 10. bed. That's it's gone half past ten. And they're like, come on, Ben, you can watch this. Don't be a wimp. And I went, no, <laughs> no it's boring. School. No, <laughs> <marital>. <laughs> it's dead boring. I hate <laughs> Sam Neill. You love Jurassic Park. He was horrible. He's shitting it. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I remember going to bed, and it took me a few years to eventually go back to it. But since then, I've probably watched it another two or three times and then and now this so okay so this film i think a lot
0: of people say is kind of terrifying when they were kids it's not that scary i mean compared to other films i've seen it's it's not that scary
3: and in my head like the gore and the blood and the guts and all the all of it all the murder and everything kicking off there's loads more of it
0: yeah it's it's way more suggestive. we
3: get we get some really quick We get some really quick cuts of stuff where you're like, "God, that looks brutal." Yeah, but I don't think we see enough for us to really like. It often gets called Hellraiser in space, um, and I guess you can see where the connections come from. That. What other stuff? I was I was thinking this when I was watching it. What other stuff is there? But it's like a a spaceship's kind of haunted. What was that film? Sphere. Do you remember that? There was a film called Sphere, and I think it had <coughs> um, Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, Samuel Jackson. Now, I can't remember if just in my head that and this have kind of like gone. If you look at the poster, and it came out in 98, if you look at the poster, it looks kind of like the same film, but these two films have kind of like...
0: Yeah, I don't know about... I don't know, I don't recognise Sphere. you uh, um, can say... So it's not. It's the thing. Is, it's like sort of an alien film, but it's not at all. Like it's alien in, in a cosmic horror alien sense. Where it's like, yeah, it could be anything. But
3: yeah, I don't know. That's quite that's a different, interesting one. Is there any other films yeah, quite like hilarious. this? Hallacious. Um, I was thinking maybe like Sunshine a little bit, but that's obviously less. Yeah, hellacious, More like subjective in terms of what the or what the yeah, I guess obviously it's similar to alien in certain ways without there actually being an alien, you know, that sort of sense of this has being got, trapped.
0: Well, it's up. got the, the, the proper uh, Christian haunting, Christian ghost story type thing going on, do you know what I mean? Rather than yeah. the organic alien creatures thing going on.
3: <clears throat> yeah. Um, and I guess it reminds, it's a bit, reminds a bit of Dead Space as well. Again, even though there's yeah. not creatures in it so much, it's more like the, it's more the Dead Space is a scary one. Desperation. It's more of the like desperation <laughs> yeah. of trying to get away. Because you know, I mean, it is pretty scary when you think about it. Like you can't. The only way to get away from someone in space is like you're pretty pretty much screwed in so many different ways. And it's that claustrophobia and that sense of you know. Complete helplessness, which I think lends to it. Yeah. And is this the only film directed by Paul W S Anderson which is any good in any way? and I'm not, and I'm not saying this film's (coughs)
0: great. Jesus, harsh. (laughs) Um, What about the the babysitter? That was alright Was that him? I've not seen that. It's quite good. It was on Netflix last year,
3: I think. Is that him? (laughs) The the babysitter, yeah. Yeah. was he involved? Uh, I love
0: Google. I'm pretty sure it was Paul W. Sanderson.
3: No, Paul no
0: it wasn't. Ignore me. That was McG. Jesus. Oh, McG. Oh, oh yeah. God,
3: yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously he did Alien vs. Predator, Um, Mortal Kombat, Soldier with um, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and he did all the Resident Evil films, which are Utter tosh.
0: So, what did McGee do? Because I get, I get, I thought he was the guy to the Resident Evil films.
3: Oh no, no, no! G, oh. did he not do a? mission? He did a Mission Impossible, I think.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, Paul Lewis Anderson is from Newcastle upon Tyne in the United Kingdom.
3: Wow! There we go. Should we, should we find him? <laughs> so, yeah. Mick G did um, Terminator Salvation, Charlie's Angels, This Means War, Babysitter.
0: Hey, this guy did a <clears throat> Mortal Kombat. So, I don't know what we're complaining about. He's
3: nailed it. He's absolutely nailed it. Uh Yes, I mean, this film is... I mean, it is an original... Is it an original property? It's based on a book, right? Because it's an original property. It's an original property. So, I mean, for that alone, it's... You know, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's think, pretty I good.
0: So, I think the problem is this, this film... It does suffer from the sort of the, the effects... We're probably at a point where we watch them now, like the digital effects and the, the space and the, the costumes and the set design. It's all a little bit uh cookie cutter. Doesn't feel very fresh. Mm. There is a couple of visual aspects which are really good. The the, the puzzle box <sighs> design thing. Um the whatever you call that the spinning, interlocking, gateway portal. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a really cool design. And also there's the the meat grinder tunnel. I mean, it doesn't really make much yeah, sense. I'm like, why is, why,
3: I'm like, why is yeah. it need to be like that? It's um, like
0: a, a walkway into into
3: hell. It's um, there's some there's some hammy acting in this as well. There are some moments where yeah. people literally just go, no, <laughs> do that.
0: Sam Neil and Lawrence Fishburne are doing a a deep bellow off at some points because they both go, no, <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> they both do it like several times. Sam Neill does the one I think he does it in Jurassic Park as well. He's great at it, though. I think Sam Neill, by the way, after I watched this, I was like, I really like Sam Neil. He's like he's yeah. got the sort of uh, cheekiness to pull off the sort of slightly stupid stuff. But he yeah. doesn't mind acting like a bit of a prat. But he also got read... a bit of a regality to him. He's uh
3: I like Lawrence Fishman as well, but I don't think he gets used he gets underutilized in this. Yeah. Um he's a bit one dimensional. And I feel like the same can be said about pretty much the rest of the crew. Because you've got Sean <coughs> Pertwee and then Jason... Is it Jason Isaacs? Yeah. Who are the same pe- were the same person. <laughs> I yeah. kept forgetting that there there were two different actors. I kept thinking, oh, it's that guy. Oh, no, wait. There's that guy as well. Yeah, Jason they're Isaacs looks very different
0: here as well. Uh, his head's like half the size that it is now. His <laughs> head's swollen
3: <laughs> in, in the past <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I don't really rate Jolie Richardson. I don't know if I've ever seen her in any of it. Look, what happened to her as well? She used to be in loads of stuff, right? she I mean, she, I'm sure she's still in some stuff. But, oh wait, she's been in quite a lot constantly. But at the same point, like there was a, there was a particular time where she was in everything, right? Un, like Under One Dalmatians, this, something else. <laughs> she's kind of naff. Do you know what I mean? Like Again, enough. Yeah. In, a,
0: yeah.
3: in a science fiction film like this, you always seem to have like a strong female character because a lot of times they're trying to replicate Alien and trying to replicate Ellen Ripley. They were like, but, well, let's
0: get away from the alien thing. Let's have a weak female character.
3: Let's have two weak female characters. One <laughs> who's like obsessed with her kid yeah. and thinks her kid's on this spaceship even though he obviously isn't. And the other one who just kind of don't really do anything. They've got a guy who I was like, is
0: that Lee Evans? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, but like, can you imagine? I know he was in like... Steve, it sounds like Lee Evans
0: putting an American accent on. I'm like, he's what got... So he's me a few, <laughs> a me a few looks to verify that it definitely wasn't. He's was like... You just think every, years,
3: everyone's <laughs> British comedians. You just go, is that... Is that is Lenny that, Henry? <laughs> is that Lenny Evans? Is that, is that Lenny Henry? Oh, is no, that, is that Roy Chubby Brang? <laughs> In the main role, (laughs) Jesus, yeah. Um, who else?
0: Okay, so uh, Richard T. Jones, it's quite a big crew. I think they could have been getting rid of a few characters and combining a lot of them.
3: So, Sam, yeah, so Richard T. Jones, he's got the quips, he's got the one liners, he's he's got 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 the the, I'm coming for you, motherfuckers, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, he's done, he's dialing up, he's dialing up the the one liners as often as possible. Um, Um, Sam Neill plays a evil doctor. <laughs> yeah, but he's not evil, is he?
0: Well, corrupted uh, by yep. a yeah, corrupted doctor. Lawrence Fishburne plays standard captain.
3: <laughs> captain, captain? Yeah, because I, I watched I watched the Matrix trilogy recently. The yeah. amount of times I've heard Lawrence Fishburne say something and say, my ship on the end. Somebody get, get, get my me ship. my ship. Get yeah. off my ship. What's happened to my ship? This is my ship. I just think... You better you better have a boat or a ship in real life. Typecast as someone, someone
0: with a ship, as a captain, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Um, Lawrence, have you got a boat? Yeah, I have actually. How do you know? You'd be perfect for I the make captain. Lists in this. All the time. In this. <laughs> yeah, 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 fine.
0: Um, so uh, Kathleen Quinlan, who I didn't recognise too much, plays the med tech. Uh, plays a doctor who has a who lost a son at some point. Um, got bad legs or something. I don't know. He
3: lost him. He ain't here, is he? On the ship. Lost... I'll stop thinking it. God yeah.
0: damn it. She lost him in a large supermarket, in a large Tesco somewhere. Uh, Jack Noseworthy is the, the Lee Evans of the group, who doesn't do too much. Uh, he's sort of the child.
2: <laughs> What's surname?
0: Like, <her> yeah. <laughs> and it suits him awesome as well, really, when you look at his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nominated to, to determinism, for sure. Like, he grew into that.
3: <laughs> and I get confused by his name in this, because they call him Justin,
0: <laughs> right? Um... Baby bear, But then after bear.
3: a while, and baby bear. But after a while, I realize that's his surname. Because at one point they go, "Captain Mister Justin, Mister <laughs> Justin," and I'm like, "Maybe he's only got one name,
0: like this? Seal or Cher.
3: <laughs> Jack
0: knows him. He's like yeah. a detective name. P.I. Is his nose
3: worth? Is, is his nose? My nose is worthy. I'll sniff out a clue.
0: All right. I love that in a uh, nice guys. The thing that Ryan Gosling is his private investigator. He's got. No sense of smell. <laughs>
3: no no sense of smell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no joke. Uh, Jason Isaacs plays um the med guy, medicine guy, medicine man.
3: Already, already I'm bored of you reading off all the characters. Yeah. there's too one, fucking one many.
0: More, one more. Sean Pertwee plays Sean oh, Pertwee. Yeah. Uh, like Mitty. He, Yeah, he plays the 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 tech guy, the engineer. Um, so their ship. Their <clears>
3: ship is called the Lewis. Their ship is called the Lewis and Clark.
0: I was like, is that a supermarket? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like, like Marks and Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's like a like a shoe company or something. Take off
3: the Lu- the Lewis and Clark. Oh, it's been spo- It's one of those ships. It's been sponsored by. Is it Lewis Sin you know, Clark or Lewis? Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark. Oh, who no, they are? So it's like it's like like when football stadiums get sponsored by someone like the Sports Directory. Yeah. And
0: yeah, well, it's like so. Whalen, Utani, They were like, yeah, let's make it seem global. So it's like the Japanese and the American name come together. Well, just like two English chaps. Lewis and
3: Clark. <laughs> I'm Lewis, I'm Clark. This is our spaceship, space top with. quality. <laughs> Got a bloke called Nose wearing me. <laughs> Sean!
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, by the way, this... Um, in fact, this isn't a quiz. Uh, uh, no. Don't give okay. me with a quiz early on, I'm not ready. No, no it's not getting the quiz. Uh, this whole film was was produced in England, so it's all in English people, English production company, all made in uh, England. That's why it's... Uh, so, so uh, good. Englishy, uh, okay.
3: So... See cu- I see cups of tea in the background all the time.
0: Uh, yeah, someone's wearing Clark's shoes. I, know, I noticed that. Did you just... See that? Yeah, <laughs> Lee yeah, Evans is in the role as the, the Jack knows. Lee right Evans
3: character. is in. Lee Evans is in the lead role. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
0: uh, so the film opens. Uh, it's like 2013. Uh, something happened. I can't remember. 2015. You say
3: 2015? There's a colony on the moon. Yeah,
0: plenty like, out. Okay. 2020 Funny. on Mars. Like, uh... <laughs> 2020, we're on Mars. Shit, how did we get here? It's doing that uh, writing
2: on the screen. It goes. <hand> <The> text doesn't <laughs> do that awesome. on any
0: screen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
0: good. Uh, so um, so there's a, there's a ship called Event Horizon. It went missing at some point near Neptune. Uh, and in 24 7, they get a distress signal. Um and yeah. uh the our crew on the loose and clock has to find it. I think we get a pretty standard oh no it opens with a um, <coughs> thingy uh Sam Neil screaming. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think he just looks, he looks out his space window. He's on like the Russian space station or something. And he just
3: fellows out at, the he's window. Wet, he's had a wet dream. He goes, No!
0: <laughs> he's like a great opera singer, I think. Good, uh, oh. is that his tenor? I think mean, tenor, 20. Who knows? Tenor,
3: t- 20. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this rescue vessel, Lewis and, Shark, Lewis and Clark <laughs> gets dispatched. And that's where we get all these characters, <laughs> Love and Life. Um, Lawrence Fishburne sits in like a weird chair that like hangs from the ceiling. Yeah. Um, and then we find out obviously why Sam Neill, his character, Billy, Billy Weir, the doctor has gone along. And the reason he's gone along is because he designed the event horizon, um, which is basically a ship which can pass through, like artificial black holes it makes artificial black holes passes through them so it can bridge two points in, in, points in space time how many times have we seen this in films where someone's describing something spacey and they go here's point A here's point B how'd you get there really fast fold it in half go twice. straight through the middle I've been twice. seen it in that it well, in it. it's stellar yeah and all the other films it's in all the other films it's in talladega <laughs> <intelligent film>. night. <laughs>
0: Nights talladega Nights
3: <laughs> uh, your a your head. Yeah, it's in all of our films. Yeah. Uh, so he basically explains that. And there's classic moments, you know, where he's telling the crew, even though all the crew are like astronauts, they're astronauts. Yeah. They go, Can you explain it in layman terms? And he starts explaining it, and they go, Can you explain it in English? He goes, How do you want me to. Fuck layman's do terms. You do you speak English? <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, how, how, how much clearer can you be? Like, I understood. I'm not an astronaut. How much clearer can you be? Oh, you go through one place and you end up somewhere else really far away, but really quickly. Yeah.
0: Oh, right. Okay, I understood that. And then, like, jump on the table and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so,
2: like
0: <laughs> lick it, yeah, licking the paper. And you in the... <laughs> oh, Sam Samuel has to explain it.
3: Uh, to be fair, who can you rely on in this crew? I feel like <laughs> everyone's kind of a bit of a liability. Uh, actually, you can rely on Sean Pyrteby's character because he does a good bit of fixing. Doesn't he? Uh, what does he do? What does he fix? He fixes the ship later on. I gets a big hole okay. in it, and he and he kind of like fixes it. It's like Every- the hull's breached,
0: and he patches it up. Yeah, yeah.
3: Every everyone else is kind of like just some form of liability.
0: Yeah, I think Lee Evans gets a hard one because he wasn't expecting to. People are going to be listening. People
3: are going to be listening to this podcast, <laughs> and they're going to be thinking, it's actually Lee Evans? Oh, Lee-, Lee Evans in there?" <laughs> He should. watching
0: again.
3: Oh yeah, it is. Um, and then we get another sort of classic cliche moment where we listen back to the distress signal.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, which is basically the crew of Event Horizon who, uh, and I mean, who would listen to this distress signal and say, right, let's go there straight away? The distress, the distress, the distress signal is like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like oh, <laughs> <the end." laughs> it's just loads of stuff like that, and they go, oh, That's yeah. a
0: Tasmanian devil. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. And then obviously, one of them speaks Latin, obviously, because if you're an astronaut, you've got to speak Latin. And he goes, "Ah, oh, play that bit back. <laughs> and then someone just goes, Ah, <laughs> starts talking to it. it and he realizes, <laughs> and he thinks it says,
0: Save Liberates
3: me. me. Yeah. Say, Liberates me i think i could work that out even if i don't speak
0: I, if it depends how much pressure is on on me if yeah, like yeah, well, game show well, situation i'd never get it but I'd uh,
3: say liberate myself i don't know
0: well that's, that's probably it, isn't it uh okay yeah. so um uh, <clears throat> yeah so they're going to stasis um i think sam neill's <laughs> already having like some dreams while he's in stasis there's a creepy yeah, bit but, when he sees his wife uh she's like saying to me uh, and if she's missing her eyes
3: so I think we get a bit of backstory where it looks like his wife killed herself slit yeah. her wrist um and now her you know her soul in some way probably because of this ship because this ship's fucking messed up it's gonna haunting him yeah I thought I thought this stasis looked horrible like in the water I'd be worried that like you go in there and exactly what happened, like, I don't know, like the pipe split or something, and you'd be like, oh, you just wake up,
0: drowning. how long, because, uh, well, they're going to Neptune, aren't they?
3: It says they were in there for 56 days, and the first thing I thought was, you know how wrinkly your hands get when you're in the bath for like 45 minutes?
0: Yeah. I, I thought was in the bath the other day. I thought my hands were going to fall off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, for 56 days. Yeah. You'd come out as a prune man. <laughs> 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 right? Like yeah. it, they, they come out of stasis and one of the first things um, Cooper says is, you want some coffee? Oh, That's the last thing I'll be thinking. I've got to remember how to use my legs.
0: That's true. Maybe, I mean, who knows the technology. It's all kind of made up. but um, And it's kind of green, so maybe there's something special in there. <laughs> yeah. Macca, matcha tea. Whatever <laughs> yeah. they put in there to keep people fresh. Green tea. <laughs> yeah. To um... keep people fresh, make sure they don't go off. Yeah, it's a bit of mint. It's like it's uh, Crest toothpaste. They pop in there, and it's uh, everyone's fine. It looks a bit like a mouthwash, actually. But anyway, so um, so they get there. Fifty-six days later, uh, they get out. Well, he has a jump scare moment, and she's like, "Come to me!" Like she, her face is suddenly in his face, and then he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a, lot, there's a few jump scares in this bit in this film. But I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, it be few... like that."
3: Well, you know, as I said, time and a place. But yeah, I was a bit like, eh. Yeah.
0: Eh. "Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah."
0: Uh, okay, so um, then they get out, and they they fly down to the um the event horizon. they latch on clumsily Sean Pertwee's like, yeah, fuck, this just latched out to that bobidi <laughs> <It's
3: a> disease <laughs> I don't reckon he's a, he's an astronaut, I reckon he's just a some bloke He is from somebody, down yeah some from down a pub that they found,
0: yeah, and yeah, the old cockle in hell head even <laughs> Oop, freudian slip, uh so then um they. Uh, I don't know what happens now they, they go on the ship on they, find,
3: yeah. they find it's pretty much like deserted but then um, one of the characters the lady um, Peters she finds like a body that's been proper messed up and they, they say something really stupid in this they like go oh he's been mass- he's been like m- messed up Yeah. and they go it's like some kind of animal did that yeah
0: it's there's a, a bit where there's a dumb jump square Where um where a hand like a floating hand
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Floating
0: glove. And then uh, what's his name said the black guy goes uh looks like Skipper got a case of the willies and I was like it'd be better if there's like a just like a penis
3: <laughs> floating past his face <laughs> <A> severed penis <laughs> looks like you got a case of the willies and there's a floating penis <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah and then uh, there is a
3: jump a jump scare at that body kind of like you see it in the background yeah. floating behind Peter's and then it's it's there's a
0: uh, there's a little bit of blood here and there's like a lightning flash and there's like blood. Kate, or the walls, also there's a CD-ROM that it worked with the uh, yeah, the the captain's
3: logs she, on it. She struggles to get it out. Yeah, and yeah. classic CD-ROM. Yeah, got to come out of the slot. So yeah, obviously we see we see blood and guts and things hanging on the wall. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty it's really good. Yeah, pretty gruesome. Uh, yeah, so they get the captain's log, classic. Um, but then what happens? I think the, they get the gravity activated, right? They said, so Oh, yeah. Um, what happens to this ship?
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh, so whilst they're looking in this thing, um, the Lee Evans guy gets sucked. For some reason, the Event Horizon turns on, the engine turns on, and he gets sucked inside. It's black. It's like a Stargate, like a black Stargate. Yeah.
3: Um, Which, obviously, when you see one of those things, always put yeah, your hand. Always put your hand right <laughs> in there, straight away. <laughs>
0: Don't even think oh, about it. Oh, that's nice
3: pop it in so so we get sucked yeah. off into you,
0: there you know when you put your finger in a bottle and it gets stuck you like oh shit well, yeah. it feels like, it's like is that same kind almost as bad as that feeling yeah <laughs> or, you try,
3: or you try a ring on
0: <laughs> yeah you know like, this, oh. this is me oh. now this is who i am <laughs> this is me now <laughs> oh god um uh, we were on the holiday once and this um this this girl uh she had like a ring i don't know why we were trying it on and we were sitting on this balcony and I tried it on, I couldn't get it on, a panicked. <laughs> and I, like, it popped off, and it went flying over the balcony. <laughs> into these like hedges somewhere. Like, I don't think I've ever felt that bad in my life. What did you do? We, we all kind of just watched it go over the balcony, fly <laughs> off.
3: And you just went, oh. <laughs> I'm so that's, sorry. <laughs> that's the shit. Did you get it or not?
0: <laughs> no, I was searching for it. went down to the garden thing to look for it for hours, but it was gone. Hours, <laughs> she said it was like a sister's or something. It was it was horrendous.
3: It's like a little rat with it on it, <laughs> stuck on its head.
0: I am the king rat now.
3: Yeah, I'm the king of the rat. <laughs> cheers, Luke. <laughs> it's just, it's just, oh, cheers, so Luke. So bad about that.
0: that. I just remember. I just remember that feeling of it f- just becoming loose and just flying off and just seeing it.
3: Come- <laughs> <laughs> try, try this on, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> idiot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, so he um gets his he gets sucked into the portal. At this point there's like a shockwave in it it yeah. blasts everyone through. I don't like these things in, in space movies when it's like there seems to be um fireworks stuck inside every control panel. Uh so when the shockwave goes yeah. through everything just like sparks. And uh Sam Neil what's his name? Um Lawrence Switchburn goes flying across into a
3: Oh <laughs> that is what everyone he does yeah. Um, um yeah, and, 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 and the ship the, it, it breaks the ship. Yeah. Lewis Lewis and Clark, the ship, gets gets um broken and then Cooper comes in and goes and saves uh Lee Evans and he emerges and he's like he he looks like he's enduring the worst anger ever of his life. Yeah. He's just like in a catatonic state. Who knows what he saw in that in that portal? Yeah. Probably loads of stuff. People doing it. Oh, there was names. Who's to know? <laughs> um so he's terrified based on <laughs> what he saw and then there's some bits where he's like in a med bay and so basically everyone everyone comes aboard the event horizon because it's, it's not, to go. It's not yeah. safe to be on Lewis and Clark because it's screwed Sean Purtu's kind of f- trying to fix the massive um, split in the hole um, but yeah and then var- various members of the team start experiencing like um, different apparitions and having different what word am I thinking everyone's getting sort of hallucinations different. yeah yeah, everyone's getting hallucinated. The li- getting the living bejesus hallucinated out of them. <laughs> yeah. Um Peter's is seeing like her son. Um she thinks he's like led down in one of the med bays at one point. There's uh, there's plenty of this as well, you know, and people are getting haunted or seeing scary shit. One of the other crew just comes up to him and goes, Hey ah! oh, Yeah. Who greets people like that? In in any way. Yeah.
0: Uh it's, I, I like some I think the stuff that scared me when I was a kid was all the Sam Neill stuff when he's mm-hmm. like seeing his wife and I don't know why but now when I watch it now it's like it's, it's almost like the the tamest part of it. The the actual scary stuff is when they look at the footage they manage to descramble it and uh, they're all looking at the log footage. I don't know if that's that's probably a little bit later on. Um,
3: I think it's not long after this. I think yeah. basically it's just like loads of people mutilating each other and horrible shit happening. Okay.
0: Uh, it's like looking at a Clive Barker film or yeah. A Bosch painting or something like it's, it's 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 like looking into hell. It's crazy.
3: Yeah. Um and then obviously they realise that it's not liberate me. It's save yourself from hell, apparently.
0: I think it instantly Lawrence is like, Yeah, we're we're going.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we better leave now. Yeah. Uh it's pretty pretty messed up. Um but I'm not sure how they work it out. I think maybe Weir is the one who kinda of works it out. He kinda of like takes a turn pretty quickly, right? He seems all right. Oh, one yeah. minute. And then he kind of like just goes, I'm going to fuck you all up now. Yeah. So when does
0: he... the uh, Evans' L- L- character has a moment where he's like, I'm going to kill myself. He wakes up and he's like, I've seen some crazy shit. You won't, will never know what I've seen. Uh, and he he tries to blow himself out of the air. Like Lawrence Fisherman has a heroic moment. Yeah. Uh, he kind of... <laughs> Basically just
3: does that whenever he's floating... Backwards. That's how forwards. he moves. Like, that's how it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's how his suit
0: is operated. Oh, <laughs> that's
3: how he different, drives down this
0: different pitches of. Sc- well, it's the same pitch, isn't it? Different. Yeah. Loudness, so basically basically, yeah. tells
3: he tells Lee Evans' character to close his eyes, blow all the air out of his lungs. Yeah, and he's and he floats. That's quite cool because he floats out into the thing.
0: Yeah, but he's, like, he's, he's doing it a little bit too well. Like he's got magnetic boots. It all looks a little bit too easy to be jumping around out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so he, he he saves him, but this is like this bit where he's like, he's screaming and his eyes are bleeding and a lot of bleeding eyes in this.
3: He does. He survives, though.
0: Yeah, he does all right.
3: Yeah. Which is. I mean, he's, he's probably dead. emotionally scarred for life. Well, he's pretty messed up, I think. Yeah. He won't ever see it again. So basically, um, Weir kind of explains that you like the ship's gravity drive opened a gateway to a dimension outside the known universe. Yeah and the event horizon has somehow attained sentience is that what you believe's happening here or were you believing like some somehow like hell has possessed it or there are ghosts on board now
0: so i see it as um some sort of otherworldly life force that we just don't understand is uh is sort of living within in the ship but i don't see it as ghosts as we know i, f- I kind of feel like it's more outside our understanding than um than, uh ghosts and spirits and that kind of thing in hell. I mean, that's just like us trying to make sense of it.
3: <clears throat> yeah, but because um, pe- people, because uh, in that case, we're made to think that Weir has been like possessed by something, or that something to do with just like because it can't be the actual soul of his wife. So it's almost like it latches onto your fears and your. I think it
0: does that. I think it takes your, your sin. Yeah. It takes it from your mind and sort of twists you to... But, I mean, it, it's got weird powers because at one point it it Weir gets chucked out of the window and then he's back in with a fresh pair of eyes.
3: Yeah, so he cuts his eyes out at one point. Maybe uh, maybe, he's he's on yeah. maybe it's not actually him anymore. Maybe Weir is gone and this is just, again, the ship presenting itself. What do about
0: that bit where Weir gouges his eyes out? Do you like it?
3: Uh, it's all right, isn't it? I mean, it's a bit... I'm like... If anything, don't guide your eyes out if you've got like a master plan to sort out because you'd be fumbling about everywhere.
0: Like, everywhere. You won't need eyes. You Where don't, we're, we're going, need, we you will not need, need eyes that. to see. Back to the future. What we're what we're going to look at. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: yeah, and then basically, and Miller basically decides we're going to destroy the Event Horizon. There's going to be evacuation, um, and while they're sort of going about their business to to prep for the evacuation, uh, Peter's dies. She gets she sees like a hallucination of her son.
2: Yeah.
3: And he leads her all the way up the top of a ladder. And then she does that stupid thing where she just steps into into a gap and falls to her oh, death. Yeah. And you'd look where yeah. you're going, wouldn't you? You'd always walk look where you're going. Yeah, especially if you don't know where you are. Yeah. But... Yeah, I was gonna I always thought that in Home Alone too, when uh Marv <laughs> opens the door and says, Harry, I've reached the top there's a massive hole there. <laughs> It's just like you go. gonna look, like you're the gonna bottom. see that. If
0: you were even like staring up, you can still kind of see the, yeah. the gaping
3: hole. Re- Harry, yeah. I've reached the top and you fall straight down. Yeah. I think it's your own fault, Mark. Yeah. If you're not gonna, if you've got no spatial awareness, yeah, you only got yourself to blame.
0: I mean, maybe, maybe he has got no spatial awareness. Maybe, maybe are bullying, uh, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, he is a criminal now. So, oh, yeah, that's
0: okay. A yeah. okay, so um, uh, I think you guys a bit of a killing spree. Around here, right? So he blows up, he uses the bombs to blow up the, Lewis, the Clark.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, and he blows set, up he, Sean
3: Pertwee. Sean Pertwee's dead. Um, and then Cooper is like floating in the space on a piece of the ship. But, but he like, he's not manage...
0: even like just outside, he's completely in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's There's no coming back from that. Like no. you would burn up man- on re entry at that, at that distance. But,
3: but he manages to use the air from his single suit gas to... tank. Single gas tank. one to...
0: gas tank to get back to yeah. uh, like
3: wherever those guys are. Yeah, it's pretty And when, ludicrous. He, when, he, when, he, when he's flying back, he says, Here I come, motherfucker! <laughs> so I'm like, I would not be that chirpy. No. I'd be utterly terrified. Yeah,
0: there's a good chance you're <laughs> going to die out there, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, also, then... like, so how is he supposed to. like? So he's looking at the plat. At that point, Neptune is about the size of a, a beach ball. How the hell is he supposed to navigate himself back towards exactly where he's come from? I don't know. Uh, who knows, <laughs> mate?
3: Maybe they should have had you on board as the uh, uh, yeah, it's the, uh... space uh oh. dude. Oh. <laughs> so Jason Isaacs gets killed by Weir. He like is it vivisects him, basically just like splits him open, hangs him from some hooks. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty brutal. Um and then Miller and Weir have a bit of a showdown in front of the big spinny gravity pulling thing there's a bit where we're like jumps through a door as it's closing Uh, not we're sorry miller jumps through a door as it's closing like and it's horrific it's got got horrible spikes on each side it's like a death machine why is it so spiky why is it so spiky it's like something it is like something out of hellraiser yeah it looks it looks like it's not like if i was designing that ship you'd be like Cushions,
0: this, just put cushions this,
3: everywhere. Yeah, does this bit have to have like loads of death spikes in it? Well, yeah, some part r- of it.
0: Rubber tip, like you know, like baby protector yeah. type things. Can we not childproof this room, please?
3: There's <laughs> massive spikes in the side of the room as well. People get, get them thrown against the wall. and yeah. like, how, how has no one been... I kept thinking someone's going to get impaled on one of those spikes soon.
0: Yeah.
3: But it never, it never actually happened.
0: I thought, what's the name? When she fell off the thing, uh, Peters? I thought she was going to get impaled. Did you see her legs, though? Her legs got proper mangled up. I don't know if it's
3: the she sort fell of... Um, the way. When she, fell, she falls down like a sort of chute, and that looked yeah. pretty horrible, because she was like bouncing off all the sides.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, I think he kills... I can't remember actually what he does now. He's got a bit of a killing spree. Uh, but I think he gets in a bit of a scrap with... What's his name? And then he gets <laughs> shot out the
3: the airlock. There's a bit of a scrap with Miller, and then obviously at this point, um, Weir is like bold. All his hair is gone. He's got, like,
2: yeah.
3: Cuts. Various different um, satanic symbols on his face. Um, is he naked? I think so. I thought he was naked, but then at one point I looked, and it looked like he was wearing some sort of nappy. He's a never nude. <laughs> he never, what did he say? He's a never nude. He ne- he's a never nude. Maybe he's yeah. just wearing, like, nude-coloured pants.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should do that. Yeah. Who says I don't do that? Uh, so he... Um, but then he gets he gets blown out of the airlock, uh, and then he suddenly he's back in the room, in the Event Horizon room, with yeah. a fresh pair of eyes. They look really blue. Right. I don't know if they're meant to be different eyes. I don't know,
3: or if he he's saw- even
0: there at all. Maybe it's just a projection.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> and then he shows Miller basically what hell is like. You can't even begin to. Yeah, and he shows it, and there's loads of obviously really quick visuals of all the all the crew basically just dead uh torn apart yeah. uh, we haven't even mentioned jolie richardson for ages she literally does nothing in I this don't
0: anything.
3: she doesn't do anything there's a bit where like some there's a water tank and it fills with blood and then yeah. erupts and all the water kind of like soaks her but that's kind of it there's a lot of her like staring at things but she doesn't actually do anything i don't think she does anything helpful at any point no um but
0: uh Cooper... and her name, her name,
3: her name's, St- her name's Stark as well. Tony Stark. Her name's Tony Stark. <laughs>
0: her name's Tony Stark. That's interesting. Um,
3: so Miller, um, <laughs> basically detonates some explosives. Satis- uh, satisfying, sacrificing himself. Satisfying, satisfying himself. himself. <laughs> he explodes. He's he oh yeah. He explodes. Oh! Yeah. Um, uh, uh, he sacrifices himself, yeah. and then the gravity drive activates the ship. A part of the ship gets like sucked into the black hole, and then the bit with everybody else on it—so like Stark, Cooper, and Justin—it's weird that these are the three survivors: Stark, Cooper, and Justin. Why is it, weird? it? well, because Stark was like, sorry, Stark basically does nothing all the way through. So why does she survive? Yeah. Cooper and Cooper and Justin at two at two moments in the film. They they're like we're dead.
0: Yeah, don't there's think no they, way they're not dead. There's no reason to keep Cooper in the film at all at that point. He should have floated off to space. That would have been a, a good way to kill someone. Yeah,
3: if he was like, God damn, I got myself into this shit.
0: And he's just floating uh, off, and we'll just never see him again. Uh, that's it. Just in uh, Lee Evans, I mean, he um, well, he t- he took all his torment and became a, a world famous stand up <sighs> comedian. Um, when <laughs> yeah. you go back to earth <laughs> how many, and, how many uh,
3: carrier bags can you hand uh, hold in each hand yeah. that's what he's thinking
0: <laughs> um and then what's the name jolie stark um uh, she's just there for that final scare there's like one final scare where it looks like thingy's face the, the, the rescue party's face yeah, is, yeah. it's but a bit it's lame in it so lame. it's, it's
3: yeah. 72 hours 72 days later um Event Horizon's boarded by a rescue party. They got the word rescue across their face or was it across their chest, just yeah. in case you didn't know. Uh, wait, what what are you going what what are you going down to that ship for? Uh just rescue? Put the rescue helmet on then. Oh <laughs> Yeah. Um discovers the remaining crew. Julie Richardson obviously comes out and there's a jump scare where she sees Weir as one of the face. rescue guys. If I see Samuel's then...
0: face, I'm just sitting at a freak Yeah. <laughs>
3: But then, obviously, it was just a jump scare and she wakes up for real and everyone's all right and they have actually been rescued.
0: And It's a bit of a lame minute. They could have done something better be there. Something... They could do set... What if they actually went into the thing and they were actually in hell or something? I don't know. That would have, that would have made more sense to me. Um,
3: but uh, there kind of a, go. It's kind of a nothing ending, isn't it? Is, is Miller in hell then? Well, I thought Miller was dead because he exploded the ship. Well, he probably is in hell, yeah, actually. Good point. Yeah. He's just chilling in hell. (coughs)
0: Just chilling. Okay, living his days out in hell. Uh, I've got some trivia. Oh yeah. Now this one should be easy for you. It is easy for any, uh, you know, any anyone really who did GCSE science. What is an event horizon?
3: (laughs) Um, is it something that happens in space? (laughs) Um, (laughs) What is an event horizon? Some sort of thing that happens on the horizon. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's going to be... Is it is it fairly straightforward or not?
0: Well, you, you could say it's the theoretical boundary surrounding a black hole with within which gravitational attraction is so great that nothing, not even radiation, can escape. Because the escape velocity is greater than the speed of light. Technically, it's where the physical universe ends and physical laws <laughs> no longer apply. Uh, you could, to because, be fair... Yeah, yeah. That was what I was gonna say. Yeah, it
3: was. before you rudely interrupted me.
0: The, the only way I, uh, the only way I can think about it is, you know, in in Stella, when yeah. he goes into the black hole, I kind of feel like, is that the event horizon, right? When he goes into past the horizon yeah. into the thing, I, I guess so. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, yeah. That's, but it yeah, you got sense. it right. Yeah. Okay, number two. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which single shot in this film? It's one single shot. Took. Ten weeks worth of digital effects wizardry to put together. Ten weeks went on one single shot.
3: Which um, shot? <laughs> <clears throat> Ten weeks digital effects wizardry. Yep. Was it like the bits fl- the, the 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 gravity stuff floating? Anti-gravity stuff floating around.
0: Well, okay, so it says it's the shot where Sam Neil stares out of a window which then pulls back to reveals on a Arizona spaceship orbiting Earth. But that sort of is in that scene, so I don't know if they they meant that as part of this as well. It uh, doesn't say so. It just, it just says the... Um,
3: just lazy, the, the, the special effects. Well, they
0: just effects crap, on, <laughs> just crap it. Yeah. So, oh, so he <laughs> says... Um,
3: <laughs> They're just crap, aren't they? <laughs> the sh-
0: <laughs> just lazy. Pretty really lazy. Union workers. Anyway, the shot where Sam Neill stares out of a window, which then pulls back to reveal he's on a deck of a spaceship orbiting Earth, took the digital special effects house, site 10. Cinesite 10. Cinesite 10. <clears throat> Year olds, weeks, to, weeks, yeah. The shot lasts for 45 seconds. Okay, number three was Dr. Weir named because he wears the bed, because he wears his clothes really well, <laughs> or <laughs> was he named after the Dutch physician, occultist, and demonologist Johan Weir? Which one was it?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, they all say like they could be correct, but I'll go for the third one. It was because he wears his clothes really weird. Does he? He's naked at one point. Exactly. It's because he wears his clothes really weird.
0: So, number four. He's um, a weirder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, named after the Dutch physician, occultist and demonologist Johan Weir. Uh, number four. What film did Paul Anderson turn down to make this one? What film did he turn down to make this uh. Give me
3: a clue. You bastard.
0: <laughs> Is it a big, <laughs> big <nil>. film? <laughs> I can't give you any more than that. X-Men. It. Yeah. The 2000 film you X-Men. X-Men. You turned down X-Men. He turned down X-Men. what an idiot. It's probably a good thing because, I mean, would superhero movies be where they are today if Just Paul imagine Anderson like made
3: X-Men? A par- a parallel universe, a parallel universe where that happened. I think he made he I think
0: the Marvel universe. I don't think any superhero movies would be where they are today. Because they'd all be like who, who, Resident Evil who, Apocalypse. Who
3: would, who would have been? Who would have been
0: Wolverine? Uh, Lee Evans. <laughs> he could can do any character. That guy.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh ah. that's quite
0: good. That's quite good. Um, but yeah, so I'm am I'm glad he didn't get to make it. Uh, number five. From green light to completion, how long did this film production take? It was A, 10 months, B, 20 months, or C, it's still not actually finished and it's still being worked on today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, uh, the deadline for that event horizon uh, over 20 years ago now, what are you thinking? Well, we've got this visual effects shot that we've been trying to do. Uh, Cinecide 10. <laughs> it was, taking uh, the fucking
0: time. Was it 10 months? It was 10 months, yeah. Super quick production, really. From green light to to completion, ten months. Just
3: give say. me the green light.
0: Which I think is why some of the set decor and the the aesthetic design stuff isn't quite polished. Like there's some stuff's great, but there's a lot of like cookie cutter stuff. It's fucking I think, shit, mate. That's what you're saying, isn't it? I just feel like it 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 wasn't quite boiled to completion. Well, <laughs> also, <laughs>
2: hang, on, hang on, a minute. It wasn't quite it's,
0: cooked through. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't piping walk, hot. Man? You well, you know, you have a like a microwave lasagna. You need to make sure it's piping hot in the middle. If you Take it out too oh. soon; it's it's icy cold in the middle. Some of this film what? is icy cold.
3: What? Not lukewarm? <clears throat> How do you film when people say lukewarm? Do you feel like that's my name?
0: Lukewarm in it? I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I like really about it. It's like
3: <laughs> if there was a thing called Ben Warm.
0: Ben Warm. Secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> ben Warm. <laughs> Ben Warm and Luke freezing cold. Ben Warm kind of makes sense. Ben's a warm name. Luke Warm. Luke isn't a warm name. It's like it's too uh, biblical. Luke. Yeah, it's pretty biblical.
3: Is Ben biblical? Benjamin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Benjamin Bloody
3: biblical. biblical. <laughs> yeah. Daddy biblicals. Okay,
0: uh, I need to rate the film.
3: Yeah, I mean, like... <sighs> I mean I've got fairly fond memories of it, but I feel like in this watch it didn't hold up so great. I feel like a lot of it was kind of a bit shit. Too many characters. It wasn't as it wasn't as scary as I remember. A lot of the horrible visuals that like they have technically, <coughs> so yep. <yeah>. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably I'd give it a C plus.
0: Nice. Yeah.
3: But it's got some. It's got some nice moments. Some of the visuals are all right, I suppose. Yeah. And as a sort of, spa- I quite like spacey horror stuff. So, yeah. Like, do you know sometimes when like a, a certain setting of a film like just improves it that much for you, like you enjoy watching it because you find it pretty creepy? And it reminded me of things I like, like Dead Space and other things.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think it deserves like a, a a decent score just because the idea is pretty solid. <laughs> like, I mean, how are you in space? I don't think. You like you say like haunted thing in space. I don't think it's been done really quite like this. It's good, um, but I mean it's still a bit of a naff. It's got a lot of naffness to it. I'm going to give it a C.
3: This is, this is a straight C. Well, so apparently it's going to be a TV show, so, which we discussed last week. Yeah, so, I, I that imagine. could be interesting. It'd be nice to see like a little mini series, yeah, set on a, you know, on a, a ship, ship. <laughs> maybe like a ship, a ship goes know. into into hell or. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they should go Should go into hell and try to navigate itself back out. You know, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So, you agree, mate? So, yeah, there's a bit in Interstellar where he goes into Event Horizon. I think we just mentioned it, actually. But that's my favourite bit about Interstellar. Cause it's, at that point, it's like all, all boundaries of what we know are off. Like, we have no idea what's going to happen now. Like, it's just, it's insane from here on out. Uh, yeah, it needs to do that. It needs to push pushes past that um, of what we know and uh, get crazy. I think, crazy. I think it'd be good. Adam Wingard he did Your Next and um, Definitely, which I didn't watch. Did the guest? No, me neither. Dan Stevens the guest. That's
3: quite good. Oh yeah, Guess is pretty. Guest is right, isn't it? Yeah, very nice. Yeah, come cool, in. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> so. We've still kind of got a. We need a film really for next week, which I don't think we've decided upon yet. Because Crawl and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark are out on the same day, twenty third of August. So we need to we need to watch them next week. Any ideas? Um, I don't know.
0: Uh, Halloween free? Is there anything new out on Netflix or anything?
3: Maybe we'll decide on something. We'll find we'll find some, Mate, is it? Yeah.
0: Cool. All right, well, yeah. We'll yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Cool, man. This show is brought to you by Hawk Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Cleaver. Thanks to Kobach Cameron for Feed Music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please consider giving us a rating and review on iTunes and remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to the people on the Facebook group, Horror Hangout, Board of Advisors. And uh, thanks uh. to my co host, Ben, Thanks, Luke. And as always. Come in. Oh, uh, we'll
3: Bye now. Bye.
1: <laughs> Planning for your next trip?